Social Zoom Factor, episode 282. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Are you tired of managing too many marketing, sales, and support tools resulting in a constant mess in your data? Discover relief with our new partner, user.com, that turns visitors into wowed customers with an affordable, easy-to-use, all-in-one marketing automation solution that will change the way you do business forever. User.com is offering a special for Social Zoom Factor listeners of 50% off for six months, regardless of plan, plus the first 10 to register will receive a free consultation with a user.com marketing automation expert. That's over a $1,000 value alone. Go visit try.user.com slash Pam to get your deal and start turning each visitor into a happy customer. Again, that is try.user.com slash Pam. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. Today, we're talking about an incredibly important topic, which is politics plus personal branding. Do the two go together? I'll give you a quick answer. They definitely do not go together like peanut butter and jelly. So today, I'm going to share with you six foundational strategies for managing your personal brand in a political minefield. And I'll be sharing six strategies you can start implementing today to make sure that you are preserving your personal brand, your relationships in a political minefield, because that's where we are today. We are in a political minefield with every thing that is happening offline and specifically online. I mean, you cannot hop onto Facebook, hop onto Twitter, hop onto Instagram, hop onto TikTok, LinkedIn, whatever the social platform may be without seeing your feed bombarded by politics. So you may be like me. I love politics. I love talking about politics. I love studying politics. I love the study of humans and how they relate to and react and engage with political discussions, particularly online. I love following and seeing the herd mentality, what communities do, what trolls do. I mean, I love everything about how people respond to politics. And I also love building my business, building my personal brand of authority online. The two do not mix very well together. And I'm going to share some solid strategies with you today. 
Now, the number one thing I want you to realize when it comes to personal branding is whether it's a personal brand or a business brand, your brand is really made up of perceptions, okay? You can create all the amazing design elements and beautify your social network profiles and your digital um, presence online and videos and visuals and ebooks and, you know, blog posts and whatever you may be doing. But your action speaks so much louder than your words. Your brand is really made up of perceptions of what people think about you, about how you make them feel. The the words that you use determine whether somebody is going to trust you, what you like, what you comment on, what you share, what you say, what you tweet, what you post, you know, what you watch, what you do, the music you listen to. I mean, anytime somebody can see this activity online, they are making a judgment inside their heart and their mind about you, whether you want to admit that or not. And it's all of those brand impressions that then guide a person to decide and even subconsciously be thinking, what do they think about you? So your digital body language, your actions speak so much louder than your words. So when you are building your personal brand, and I've done a lot of education on this, we have courses on this, and I've done podcasts on the past in this. When you are building your personal brand, you need to think about all of your actions. It's not just the elements that you can control easily in a box, like your logo and your colors. You need to think about the impact that you're having on the world, the way that you are building those impressions. It takes six to seven brand impressions before somebody will even remember your brand. And whether you want to think about it or not, people are following what you do and what you say. And particularly if you are building a brand of authority, you likely have a lot more people watching you, listening to you, and and learning from you than you maybe even realize. So that is my number one strategy, is to understand that your brand is made up of perceptions. Now, while you can't control your brand and those perceptions, you definitely can influence them. And that's why you need to make sure that you're taking the time to develop your own personal branding strategy and platform. And you can start that, go download my free personal branding guide at pam.online slash my brand. And it will guide you through defining really who you are, this impact you want to make on the world and the best way that you're going to be able to make that impact and share your story to really start to define who you are and what you want to offer to the world. Cause that's what matters. And that is what is always is also going to drive how you are going to share or not share political topics and content online. And make sure to also download my digital body language guide. It has 105 factors that influence your personal and business brand online. Things like commenting, liking, it'll lay those out for you. Go to pam.online slash digital me. Remember, actions speak louder than words. Number two, 
is you need to really think about should you speak or not speak about politics online? And if you say, yes, I want to speak about politics online, then you also better be ready to answer the question, why? Why do you want to talk about politics online? What is driving the need for you to do that? Is it so you can vent and just feel better, complain? Is it so you can maybe sway people to vote a certain way or to think a certain way? Maybe you want to make an impact on the world. What is the reason? I can tell you, I've never been influenced by one of my friends on Facebook that did a rant, an event on Facebook, complaining about something that they're thinking is going on with politics. That's not a meaningful discussion. So I want you to really think about, should you be speaking about politics or not? Social media is going to amplify everything that you do online. It amplifies your opinion. So just as it's usually not advised to speak about politics at the dinner table with extended family members, we know that that can get heated up. In a lot of families, it's okay. I know in our family, it's okay. We trust each other's opinions and we will listen to them, but not all families are like that. Social media is similar, but times a million. Okay, you want to talk about heated discussions? Go post your opinion out on Twitter when you have 300,000 followers like I do. I'm, I've tested it a couple times. There's not much that I can share without getting digitally beat up, no matter what it is. So you really want to remember that what happens on social media does not stay on social media. It gets screen captured. It gets sent maybe even to the news. You could show up on, you know, nine news at five. So what you say on social is not necessarily going to stay on that specific timeline at that specific time. So if mama wouldn't say it, if you wouldn't want your mama to see it, if you wouldn't want, you know, whoever you put in a highlight in your life, if you wouldn't want them to see it, don't put it on social. Number three is it's really a personal decision. So I can't tell you what is right or wrong. You need to make that decision for yourself. And I do a lot of coaching with business leaders, a lot of executives and small and large companies and helping them build out their personal brands as well as we work with a lot of sales teams. So I mean, all different types of people, different walks of life, organizational structure. And there's one common theme. I can't tell you what is right or wrong for your personal brand. You need to figure out what you are comfortable sharing and realize when it comes to politics, you really don't need to share anything at all. Even if you are highly infatuated with politics, you're not going to sway someone's vote or thinking by complaining on Facebook or posting a tweet with a million hashtags. When's the last time that happened? Never. Okay. So it's a personal decision that you need to make in really answering the question of why, why are you doing this? Is it really worth it? And what is that risk, right? That risk is that you could damage relationships. That risk is that you could damage your brand. That risk is that you could push somebody away that could be your next biggest client. Is it really worth that? Number four is I want you to think about the difference between transparency and authenticity, okay? So to 
many people confuse this when it comes to online and they will think that authenticity means that I need to share everything. I need to be fully transparent. That is not true. Okay. You do not need to share everything that you ate for lunch, just like you don't need to share everything that you think politically. So do not fall victim to the peer pressure that you have. Maybe you have colleagues, you have friends. I have over 2 million followers across my personal and our business profiles online. I get a ton of pressure from my friends and colleagues telling me that I need to share. They tell me I'm complacent. They tell me I'm endorsing certain people because I'm not speaking up. I have never regretted my decision not to get involved in political discussions. That's me. I'm not saying that's what you need to do, okay? But transparency is different from authenticity because just because I'm not sharing my political views online does not mean I'm not authentic. What I say online is true. I have never tweeted something or posted something intentionally to a social network that was false ever. Okay. I've never published a blog post. I've never done a podcast. Everything that I say, I know it is true and authentic to the best of my brain and capability. Okay. Transparency is how much we share. How much are we comfortable sharing or not sharing? That is transparency. So do not confuse transparency with authenticity. If you have friends like I do yelling at you, telling you what you need to share and not share and talk about and not talk about, ignore them. Tell them to each their own. I'm not going to tell you what you're going to share. You don't need to tell me what I'm going to share. Thank you. Have a nice day. If you want to talk about politics, feel free to call me up and I'll talk to you about it anytime, but I'm not going to post it on my Facebook personal timeline. That is my choice. Anytime that I have posted something, even a little political, I have regretted it. And most of the time I end up deleting it. Okay. And so I have learned through the years, it is just not worth it. Number five If you still want to make an impact on the world, you can do that without sharing political content or blasting your opinion. And the best way to do that is share hope. Be the light, be the hope, share meaningful content, share, you know, things right now, things are crazy in the world. Share content that inspires people that empowers people, that sparks unity, that um, brings people together. Quotes are some of the most reshared content still on Twitter today. So share scripture, you know, whatever your faith may be. Find ways that you can be part of the conversation. You can still use some of the hashtags, but you can use them in a positive way. And you will be amazed how positively people will respond to you. And they will see that as a breath of fresh air. Number six is for those of you who may not want to risk it. Okay. Create a list of people that you want to follow instead. So I love Twitter because I can 
easily create a list of all of my favorite political sources and thought leaders that I want to read, watch, and listen to. So that is my outlet. I set aside time every morning and every afternoon right now and every evening to just consume information and learn, all right? Find a few friends, maybe some trusted colleagues that you can talk politics with. So educate yourself, uh, find the people online that you like to follow, follow their content, but then find some friends that you can talk about that offline. Even if you can just text them, you can pick up the phone, uh, your dog, (laughs) your cat. We just got a new puppy. So I've been talking to my dog about some things like that, but can you believe that? It's a lot better to talk to your dog than to put all of those things online. Trust me. Okay. So next we're going to dig into What are best practices for if you do decide to become more political? What do you need to do to do that a little bit more safely? So before we go there, we need to hear a word from our sponsor. They are what keeps this podcast zooming. Please give them a listen and I will be right back. To compete in today's digital landscape, you must set yourself apart and give every online visitor an amazing experience. Our new partner, user.com, helps businesses meet their maximum potential thanks to personalized communication adjusted to each step of the customer's journey, delivered through the best channel at the best time. User.com collects all the data about each website visitor and lets you automate segmentation, scoring, and personalization across all of your channels. Email campaigns, web push, mobile push, in-app messages, messages, SMS, call center, live chat, and chat bots set you apart from competition, all with advanced automations and an easy to use drag and drop builder. And when your leads are ready to talk, user.com helps you engage with a CRM to save you time with all the repetitive tasks. Study after study is showing that opening a conversation with the visitor will drastically increase your conversion. User.com makes it super easy to start a chat with your customers. Need a view of your team's performance? You got it. User.com analytics and reporting modules allow full view of your team activity and goals. Need a knowledge base? Yes, add it easily. And the best part, they grow with you. Visit them at try.user.com slash Pam. They're offering a special for our listeners of 50% off for six months for any plan. Plus the first 10 to register, get a free consultation with the user.com marketing automation expert. That's a thousand dollar value. Go visit try.user.com user.com slash Pam to get your deal. Again, that is try.user.com slash Pam. Okay, I'm back. So let's dig into now, what do we do if you decide you are one of the brave and bold and you do want to get more political online? Number one thing, slow down, okay? So I want you to slow down. Don't just jump headfirst and start tweeting a tweet storm of your political opinions. I want you to start slow. Start by following people who already have an audience, who have a voice. Go on Twitter, even if you've never been on Twitter before, get on Twitter and go set up a private Twitter list and start reading the content. If you must like content, if you just gotta see that that little heart, go ahead and like the content before 
before you start sharing. But I want you to remember that people can see what you like as well. And that goes for all the social networks. So every like is also a brand impression. But I want you to follow people and listen and learn and watch so you can get a feel for the tone of the conversations. Go do some research on the top leaders in your industry, maybe your top competitors. Go see, are they talking about politics? Are they not talking about politics? Go check out some of your customers or dream customers. Are they talking about politics? Just because others are doing it still doesn't mean that you need to do it as well. You need to figure out, should you be doing this or should you rise above? That's a decision only you can make. Next, you wanna make sure and determine For phase one, what are you comfortable sharing? Maybe you start out with third-party content. Okay, make sure that anything that you are sharing is factual. If it seems too much to be true, uh, double and triple check your sources and do not be a sharer of fake news. We all know there's so much fake news out there on whatever side of the political spectrum you are on. So when you start out by liking posts, then you move to sharing third-party content. Is it worth the risk to you? Because even sharing can get you in trouble. And I believe that even if your Twitter handle, your LinkedIn handle, whatever it may be, speaks um, something in the bio where it says, these tweets are my own and do not reflect the company that I own or I work for. Wrong. There's no such thing as being able to separate your personal brand from the companies that you are associated with. So as you are sharing content, as you are liking content, you need to know everything you're doing also impacts your business, whether you own it or whether you work for a company, okay? So as you start to share, test those conversation themes and opinions. Um, You could start by testing them with friends and family first. Talk to people. What do you think if I share this? How do you think it will go over? And if you have some true friends, they should be able to give you some real feedback. Um, When you start sharing political posts, feel free to tell people, this works great on Facebook, tell people in the comments that you will not engage in arguing or fighting and that you are going to delete their posts. Okay. My partner in business and life, he posted a political post not too long ago. And he said, I am not going to argue with any of you. He didn't say he would delete the po- their comments, but he said, you can argue amongst yourselves. Okay. People tend to keep it pretty clean and uh, just be sensitive that you may be posting something that you may not have that high of an emotion about, but somebody else may because it's impacted their life in a different way. So you really need to know sometimes you may post something and you may have good intentions with it and it's just going to come across different to somebody else. And that's why I personally have decided to pull out a political post online because a lot of times I'll say something or share something and I actually mean it in a positive way and it just gets taken out of context. It's hard to really share how you feel about such deep topics in my opinion and 140 characters on Twitter. 
All right. So be sensitive that people have different opinions than you. And sometimes it's okay to just agree to disagree. Also, be willing to walk away and don't fall into the rat hole or the echo chamber. Because a lot of times if you get pulled into a comment stream or whatever it may be, you find yourself in the middle of it. It's okay to just tap out. Because some of those conversations really never have an end. And, and there's a thing called a troll, okay? This happens a lot on platforms like Twitter and Instagram where it's really just a fake account. And they love to just be mean and keep the conversation going. Remember, trolls feed on attention. That's how they live. So do not be afraid to starve the trolls, they just want you to feed them with attention. So every time you're replying back to them, you're just feeding their ego. And this could be a real person as well that's just looking to stir the pot. So starve them. Be the one that rises above and walks away. Be willing to walk away. Also, don't be afraid of the delete button. And uh, it's okay if you you start a conversation, maybe you share a post or you tweet something or you put it on Facebook or LinkedIn. And if it just starts to get nasty and that's not what you meant, delete it. There's nothing wrong with the delete button. Also, if you really like following a lot of political content and maybe you want to share some political things, but you don't want to associate it with your primary accounts, you could set up an account on Twitter that is your political account. And it's not a fake account, but it's an account where you're going to share political content. And it's up to you how you want to tie that back to your personal brand or not. Uh, I don't recommend people set up fake accounts because that can really get you into trouble. You may accidentally, you know, tweet something or post something to an account that was supposed to be a fake account. And like I always say, there's only one you. So be that person. And it really comes down to the transparency versus authenticity. It's really, what are you comfortable sharing? What are you not comfortable sharing? That's what you need to think about. There's one you. So what it comes down to, I mean, at the end of the day, when it's political posts and social media, your personal brand, it really is not about politics. It's about being human. Politics are about emotion. It's about justice. It's about core values and beliefs. Things that are way deeper than the latest fake news viral video. So it's politics is our perception of the world and how it treats us as well as the impact that we want to have. So there are many ways that you can make an impact on the world without sharing that latest viral video or bashing our president or soon to be potential president. So share your thoughts, share your feelings via meaningful quotes, positive communication. You can still have a voice, but be positive versus nasty. And that, in summary, I mean, that is really my belief. I do not personally think politics and personal branding for the majority of people belong together. I've, I've just seen it do far more harm than good. So that's my personal opinion. You need to decide what you need to do for yourself. But remember, you only get one chance to make a first, second, and third brand impression. 
I wish you the best of success as you are navigating this political minefield and jungle that we have today. And just remember, you can never go wrong by investing in communities and the human beings within them and being that hope, being that light and finding a positive way to make an impact. I encourage you to go download my personal branding guide, pam.online slash my brand and the digital body language guide at pam.online slash digital me. That's a wrap. If you're ready to zoom your business and zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.